You're listening to Retail Gets Real, brought to you by the National Retail Federation. Join us for a look inside the world's largest and most interesting industry. And now your host, Bill Thorne. Welcome to another episode of Retail Gets Real, where we talk about all things retail because retail impacts everyone every day, everywhere. This is going to be a great podcast because we have uh, our research guy from the NRF that's joining us today to get us kind of familiar with why research is important to uh, retail and what we do with our research. But first, our co-host, Shaquayla, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Shaquayla Mims for the National Retail Federation. I work as the Student Initiatives Manager inside of the NRF Foundation Department. And we are here today with Vice President of Research at NRF, and that is Mark Matthews. Welcome, Mark. Welcome, Mark. Thank you, Shaquilla. Thank you, Bill. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, you know, research is something that you've done for a long time, and you've done it for a lot of different uh, entities. Um, why is research important for retail? Why is it important for the National Retail Federation? What value does it bring? Well, it's important to tell the story of the industry. Uh, you know, we have a lot of data out there. Uh, it's a big industry. Uh, I've worked in other industries, as you said, and uh, the the breadth and depth of retail uh, really amazes me. Uh, there, there are so many different business models out there. And to be able to capture all that and to be able to capture the, the trends and what's happening and to, to look at the data and to find the insights, uh, that for me, that's incredibly important and incredibly uh, fulfilling. It would seem to me that given the breadth and depth of retail that you just spoke of, I mean, there's so much out there. How do you narrow that down to get to what you need to find in order to have that value? I mean, where, where do you get it all together? Uh, that's the biggest challenge. Uh, you know, we have to take, you know, all, all the dis- different industries and all these different subjects and boil it down to a few key themes. And, and that, that's what we've been focusing on since uh, I joined NRF uh, about a year and a half ago. It, it's really finding those overarching themes that matter to retailers, that matter to industry, to, 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 that matter to our, 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 our stakeholders. Uh, you know, identifying, looking at the data, finding those trends and finding the things that are really important today. Awesome. So what is important to, to retailers today? What are the trends that uh, you guys have been studying? Well, we're looking at a lot of different things. Uh, and one of the uh, one of the more interesting things that uh, we've come across recently, we spend a lot of time looking at data. Uh, you know, I'd say we're we're, we're data geeks, and one I of them. I would say you are. <laughs> Absolutely, I'd have to agree no with doubt. that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, one of the more interesting things that uh, that, that we've latched on recently is this uh, topic of uh, what we're calling Gen Z, people under the age of uh, of twenty one. Uh, just made the cutoff. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, I talk to a lot of retailers and they tell me they're still struggling to to get to uh, grips with millennials. Uh, Well, unfortunately, you know, we've got another generation coming up behind the millennials and they aren't necessarily like the millennials. They're they're different. And the challenge is for for retailers to, to get to grips with this new demographic. Well, I mean, you talk about the Gen Z, you talk about the millennials. I mean, this is a this is an evolving thing. How I mean, staying on top of that, it would seem to me, is probably one of your biggest challenges because the information is coming fast and furious as the as the industry evolves. So, how do you test that? Where do you where do you get that information from? Is it from the retailers? Is it from you know polling directly to the Gen Z generation? 
yeah, it, it's all of the above. And one of the, the biggest challenges in, in retail is to, to be able to sift data uh, because you get so much, as you said. Uh, you know, we get it from retailers, we get it from consumer. So we, we see it from the government. And to be able to, to look at all that and determine what's important uh, is, is the challenge of the job. But also, you know, we spend a lot of time socializing the information that comes into us and, and you know, testing it against our various audiences and, and asking the question, does this matter to you? Every single piece of research we do, uh, you know, we track. Uh, How is it performing? Are, are people reading it? Uh, and if they are reading it, do they, do, do they like it? Uh, is it relevant to them? Do they care about it? So it's a, it's a continuous thing of, of, you know, working towards, uh, you know, arriving at stuff that matters. So you mentioned that there's a there's a big difference between millennials and the Gen Z uh, that are coming up after those millennials. What's what differences are you seeing? between uh, those two groups yeah absolutely uh you know gen z are more impatient mm. uh you know they they want everything now mm, uh, sounds like my younger sister <laughs> <laughs> and, and i've got one in my home uh to be honest and uh you know i see that uh, mm. every day uh they want a frictionless experience when, when it comes to retail and i think the thing that we have to remember is that they there are some formative events that uh, that happened during their childhood. You know, we went through the greatest recession since 1929, uh, and it's important to to recognize how that impacted on them. Uh, another thing that amazes me is that you know, if you go back 10 years from now, uh, there was no iPhone, uh, mm. there was no iPad, and they're ubiquitous today. But uh, you don't have to go very far back to, you know, when they didn't exist. But these kids grew up with these devices in their hands. And in fact, they, they grew up online. Uh, and that, you know, has changed the way that they perceive the world, changed the way that they perceive their relationship with the, uh, with the retailers that they interact with. So if this, gener if this generation has grown up online, and as you said, most of them have grown up with the iPhone in their home, their, I their iPads and things like that, are they doing most of their shopping online or are they are their parents dragging them to the brick and mortar stores? Is, how, how, how is that, how's that working? Uh, their parents are dragging them, but uh, I think they're also going there of their own volition. Mm. Uh, one of the interesting things that we, we, we found in uh, this study that we did on Gen Z, and you know, I should say it's probably the most, most in-depth study uh, that's been done to date on, uh, on Gen Z, is that they do shop in store. And one of the reasons for that is that, you know, they love the social aspect of shopping, but there is also this this thrill of the hunt. Gen Z doesn't want to go to a rack with 200 of the same shirt on it. <laughs> uh, they want something individual. They want something different. And they are willing to go out there and search and look and find those things uh, that uh, are, are unique to them and, you know, help their individual style. Uh, unlike people like myself that <laughs> don't have a lot of time and just go in and pick whatever fits. Right. <laughs> you know, it's interesting to me because this discussion about uh, Gen Z has gone on, or not Gen Z, but millennials has gone on for what seems like forever. And retailers were constantly asking, how do we stay on top of this? How do we address this? How do we provide for? What is the customer experience? And here we are where I feel like those questions are still going on. And now we're talking about Gen Z. 
Yeah. I mean, how do it just so is it so dramatically different that now all of that work that they did to get the millennials <laughs> into the point. store, yeah. uh, they're now abandoning to address the Gen Z? No, and I think it depends on the retailer. Uh, so, you know, there are retailers who cater to, you know, everyone from, you know, the silent generation all the way to da- down to Gen Z. And for them, they just have to be aware uh, that there is this this younger audience and they need to connect with them. Uh, and then there are retailers whose primary target is Gen Z. Uh, in, in doing this study, we talked to a lot of retailers uh, about this subject. And it was interesting to see the, the varying responses from the different brands that we talked to. The ones that are in that space are all over this. They're on top of it. They understand this demographic and they're working really hard to get there. The others are you know, maybe struggling a little bit more uh, because they have to, as you say, cater to millennials. They have to cater to yeah, the baby boomers, uh, Gen X like myself. Uh, but they also have to learn on the fly how to make things relevant for, uh, for, for the Gen Z audience. And that's, it's a big challenge for them. Is there some universal um, you know, principle that retailers have to follow in order to basically address all of those generations that you just talked about. I mean, you've got the baby boomers, you've got the Gen Xers, you've got the millennials, now you've got the Gen Zs. Is there something that retailers universally have to do in order to cater to all of those or to make the customer experience good for all of those different demographics? Right. What's the one What's the one size fits all for uh, the, the situation? The silver here? bullet? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think... You know, what we see with Gen Z is that quality matters. And I think, you know, that that's something that's relevant for, you know, all generations. Uh, quality of product, quality of service, and quality of experience. Uh, you know, I think we're we're in an age probably where people have less patience generally. I say that Gen Z are less patient, but, you know, all of us are, are less patient. You know, it used to be, you know, when I was growing up that you would go to a store and it might be a strip mall and that was your universe for the next you know hour or so and you would have to make your purchase there or drive within a 30 minute radius you now have the world at your fingertips uh you can buy from anywhere uh and in a way all that you know optionality has given people it's made people a little bit more more impatient uh and, you know, retailers have to recognize that and they have to recognize that they have to offer uh, something that uh, appeals to, you know, the, these various generations, but they have to do it in a way that is engaging and is immediate as well. You know, it's interesting. My um, mother is 90 years old and she just recently bought a new refrigerator online. She oh. went in, she did all of her, uh, <laughs> she did all of her um, study online. Uh, she went to the store. She looked at it, pulled the drawers open and everything, went home and purchased. And it wow. just absolutely astounded me. That, so <laughs> wow. if you're, you're talking about, you know, the, the ubiquity of using the Internet or using the web in order to make purchases, it doesn't matter. I think that if you have access to it and you understand it, you're going to use it. But for this new generation, it's just, you know, it's secondhand. I don't, I don't think yep. they would really know what else to do other than that. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, like you say, it, it, it's second nature to them. Uh, and, you know, m- my son uh, spends half his time explaining the remote control to my wife. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it, it amazes me because he's had much less experience 
exposure to remote controls and she she has mm-hmm. and yet it just seems to come it seems to be second nature to him when uh, he gets done with her he can come over to my house <laughs> and we, we can explore together <laughs> yeah but you know that, that that's amazing uh well, you know what, what you mentioned there and you know uh my mom uh you know i gave her an ipad my mom's in her mid 80s and uh, you know we facetime now uh when, when we facetime uh mostly we see the ceiling <laughs> she, hasn't, <laughs> she hasn't gotten the sense that you know she's supposed to point it at her but uh nonetheless you know they're trying but as you say the, the difference is, is really you know for you know the older generation there is a real adaptation that ha- has to happen there whereas with with, with gen z it's natural it's mm. it's immediate uh that that's uh it's a big difference and you know for for retailers they have to understand that uh you know while your mom or my mom might not be uh on you know snapchat or uh you know even on facebook for that matter uh you know gen z are Mm. and they transact that way and you know it's not like you know, my mom looking in the phone book and calling up a retailer to ask them a question, you know, Gen Z will hit them up on whatever app they're Twitter, on. Twitter, oh yeah. yes. Exactly. And their retailer very quickly, yes. They will, and they'll expect a response. Oh. And they'll <laughs> expect a response quick. And if you don't respond quick, they're, they're gone. Uh, so that's that's a real challenge for uh, for retailers to, 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 you know, not just deal with uh, my mom, but <laughs> to, to be able to deal with my son as well. So that's an interesting point there. What exactly do retailers need to understand about the, the, gen, the gen Z? Like, who are they? What what do they like? What are they watching on TV? You know, what are they buying when they are shopping? Who do they is? watch TV? Do they watch <laughs> TV? That's it. Yeah, <laughs> they, they do. Uh, I mean, remember, this is a very, very diverse uh, uh, group of people uh you know there's there are two billion uh gen z worldwide so it's uh, it's a big group uh so the, there are some differences am- amongst them but you know we we did the study uh 15,600 uh people from the age of 13 to 21 uh in 16 different countries mm-hmm. and uh you, to your point they they do watch tv but they spend 75 percent of their free time online uh, and well, 60, who would have thunk it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but you know, uh, interestingly enough, you know, sixty percent of that time they're on two devices. I go home and I'm looking for my phone, and my son has my phone uh, playing Pokemon Go, which he installed and which annoys me all the time, sending me these uh, these notifications. But he's got my iPad on too, and he's playing Pokemon Go on my iPad and he's texting his cousins, uh, telling them what he's caught and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh. he's multitasking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess uh, I guess I should be happy to multitask, right? Not not many men are capable, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's amazing. Well, I would think that when you look at um, one of the bigger challenges facing the retail industry, and if you're, you know, in the old model, you would buy advertising for, you know, uh, the evening news, or you would buy advertising for a sporting event. Um, Now people are really getting all of that content, you know, off the internet, and they can stop it, start it, DVR it, whatever. That may be a whole different episode of the podcast, but I, I think that that would probably be one of the things that keep retailers up at night is how to reach these yeah. new consumers. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, that's right. How do you find them on Snapchat and whatever else they're using now? We don't even know about. Yeah, it's it, it's a challenge, and you know. Uh, 
in, in talking to some of the retailers, uh, some of them who live in this demographic, uh, you know, it's, it's much more natural for them. But for others uh, where the brand doesn't necessarily resonate with Gen Z, what we find them doing is actually having to go out uh, so, you know, to go to Coachella and to mm-hmm. associate their brand with what's cool rather than trying to convince the Gen Zer that their brand is cool. And is that uh, working for them or? Uh, it, it's early to tell, mm-hmm. but but yeah, it seems to be. Uh, you know, I think, you know, some of the retailers uh, have been quite happy with their experiences dealing with influencers, with, with, with bloggers, uh, people who Gen Z follow. Uh, and also being at the events that that Gen Z uh, are at so that, you know, they can slowly become, you know, uh, associated with with what's cool. I'm keeping an eye on the time. Quelly, did you have anything else for more? Um, well, I just like to know, uh, you know, my, my younger sister's a, a Gen Zer. So what's what, what's the ideal gift for a Gen Zer? What what do they like to see come in the household? What's your what's your son asking for these days? <laughs> uh, you know, uh, it's uh, it video games. Uh, you know, he he loves that stuff. Uh, Pokemon cards because he's he's into Pokemon. Uh, and you know, I, I know we might not have much time, but uh, I just wanted to. To, to mention that you know one of the reasons that we we studied Gen Z is because you know not only do they spend forty four billion, uh, but they influence their parents' spending. Uh, so you know my son is always twisting my arm to uh, to go to various ret- retail store- stores, and we get in there, and you know I'm not just buying his toys. You know when we buy a couch, uh, you know he's got as much say as mm. uh, as me or my, my my wife do. That never happened when I was a boy. <laughs> when I was no. a boy, I had no, <laughs> no You get what you get. You don't <laughs> complain about it. it. Exactly. <laughs> Well, we have had a great conversation. I really appreciate this, Mark. It's very interesting. We've got a lot of research at the National Retail Federation. If I go on the website, where do I find that research? Uh, if you go to NRF.com, it's, it's under resources. And uh, all of our research, as well as our members' uh, research, is on there. And uh, you can search the search field you can use to, to find uh, what you want. And uh, the most recent research is highlighted uh, right there. Great. Shaquilla, awesome. thank you. I yes, really you appreciate you me. joining us. And sharing all the great information, sure to, Mark. My pleasure. Be sure to tune in again to uh, Retail Gets Real and learn everything about retail. You've been listening to Retail Gets Real. Brought to you by NRF. For more information about the National Retail Federation, visit us online at nrf.com.